0: Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Join me in celebrating Women's History Month. On March 27th, I'm hosting a special virtual event for her by her presented by Fiverr. We'll be spotlighting and interviewing some of the most successful female business owners and their experiences with Fiverr. In the U.S., women are driving growth, and each year that percentage increases. Women-led startups have more than doubled since 2020, and from 2019 to 2023, women-owned businesses' growth rate outpaced the rate of men's in new businesses' employment and revenue. In this panel discussion, you'll hear from top female business owners who have not only started their own companies, but cater to women through their products and services. Don't miss out. Head to bossproject.com RSVP and save your seat for this empowering event created by women for women. It's free to attend. I can't wait to see you there. That's bossproject.com RSVP. This message is sponsored and brought to you by Fiverr. Today on the show, we have Shantae Grant. She helps women live lives with intention. Through her company, Best Today, Shantae equips women with resources to be both proactive and intentional with their time. Shantae begins with time because it is the container that holds our days and our lives. She has a Best Today guide, which is a 14-week undated guide that helps women plan their days with intention through her signature process, the right now routine, which is what we're talking about today, how to create realistic routines
1: that last. Yeah, I'm super excited to break down this conversation today as someone who Abby shares her journey of going through the program and it deeply already impacting her lives and the examples and how she's used it. I share about how I got the program and have avoided going through it because of my misconceptions about routine and what it might mean for me and my day. And Shantae really does a A really amazing job kind of breaking down those avoidant reasons and those hesitations and how routines can still work for creatives, for neurodivergence, for people who don't want a lot of structure in their day, and how honestly it can really start super, super tiny and small. I know you guys are going to get a lot of good ideas today from this episode. Stick to the very end. Shantae gives you some other resources that you guys can dive into to learn more about creating a routine that's perfect for you hey
0: shantae welcome to the show hey guys or hey (laughs) y'all hey (laughs) y'all i appreciate the y'all oh do it (laughs) bring it in bring bring it girl it's great to have you back i feel like we it's been forever since we've chatted but i know you've got a lot of things cooking over on your side of town that is just making people so productive feeling so like empowered and like they finally got their shit together and I am here to talk about it. I love me some routines and have some pretty strict ones in my life. And I would say you're a pretty big influence as to how some of them originated. So I'm excited to dive in today, but I'd love to know how you even got into this like very specific niche. Like were you frazzled? Were you, were you not? a routine person and now you are and here you're here to save the day or what's up
2: I think yes and no to that so I think when I go back and look at before ever thinking about being a business owner or anything and I look at what my friends naturally always leaned on me for it was okay I have a lot coming up. How? What's the best way to organize my schedule? What's the best way to, here's here's what I have to get done. Here's the time I have to do it. I remember driving to Atlanta and helping a friend get her office organized and her schedule for work when we had finished, when we graduated from law school. And she was like, okay, I have a big girl schedule now. Like, how are we going to get this done? Like, naturally, I love looking at time like a puzzle. And a part of that is incorporating routine. So in that sense, I feel like it's something that I've naturally done. Um, and just thought nothing of it. But then when I think about when I first left the practice of law and started doing business on my own, and I still had these long days because, you know, we had our school system set up so that I had long hours for work. And now I was just focusing on something I loved, that I would just let it consume everything. And I thought that was okay because, hey, I'm doing something I love now. But it, shouldn't be 24 365, which is what it was. And I thought that was okay when you love what you were doing. And it took hearing myself constantly refer to myself as busy, busy, busy to realize like, this actually isn't probably the best use of my time. And so I had to tap back into that, like, let's be intentional about this. I love what I do, but that doesn't mean I need to do it all day, every day, just because things could be done. And that's when I started pulling back and really looking at, okay, what am I doing? How am I doing it? Am I really focusing on what's most important? Are we doing too many things? The answer was yes. Are we selling too many things? The answer was yes. And that's when I started pulling back and thinking about, okay, and also my life what about that thing called my life, you know, and really that's when routine came back into my life, so to speak. And I realized the power of it and how it works for all of us, but it just looks differently for all of us because all of us are different, have different desires and different lives.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I know when so I actually took your program. I don't know if you remember that, but I, I did. do remember. I, I was, I, w- when you, it was pretty near the beginning of when you launched right now routine. I was like, okay, people keep saying this is the shit. So maybe I need to do it myself. And what I really like about your approach to routine is you're creating habits and habits become the foundation of how this can become successful for people. At least that's the way I see it, because you have to create consistency for it to become a routine because otherwise that doesn't always translate. I'm curious, though, when you are maybe someone that struggles either creating a new habit or like making a habit that you're going to stick to, how how Do
2: you approach this maybe a little bit differently? So the first thing I always say is I have to change your mind before I can change your behavior. And I think that's true with anything, right? We can, someone can say, do one, two, and three, do the hokey pokey, but you're not going to do the hokey pokey for forever consistently just because someone told you the steps. I have to help you understand why you want to do the hokey pokey. So the first thing I always say is start with understanding why routine, why I'm talking so much about routine, you know, routine free space in your brain for people who are creative you don't even know how creative you are until you start incorporating routine in your life and you have space now to think. I always say there's creative genius in all of us in some form or fashion. And a lot of the reasons we can't tap into it is because our brain every day is too busy making other decisions like, okay, what time am I going to get up? What am I going to wear? What am I going to eat for lunch? What am I going to do that? Should I, will I do this first? Well, I do the second? When will I check my emails? Like if you can free your mind, routines can free your mind of all those basic decisions, especially things we have to decide on a constant basis, whether it's once a month, once a year, once a quarter, once a day. You can remove your brain from thinking about that. Now your brain's like, I've been trying to tell you this thing back here, but you couldn't hear me because you were thinking about all the other stuff. So now that we have some time, have you ever thought about, I don't know, making some earrings? You know, Emily, you know, it's like, and then you're like, oh, well, let me just see what I can do with that, you know? So the first thing is understanding that it frees space in your brain, it makes time your ally routine help you to solve problems. You know, tell me some of the things you complain about around your home and I'm going to tell you there's a routine for that. You know, your mail is piling up. Your dishes are always piling up. You keep stepping on the same Lego. Like routines can solve a lot of the problems that we have, a lot of the common complaints that we have. They put boundaries around things to protect what matters most, whether you're protecting something by creating a routine to do the thing you want to do or creating a routine to do the thing you have to do so you can have time to do the thing you want to do. So if you really understand how valuable routine is, if I can get you to think differently about routine and understand that it's not about being rigid, it's not every day at 6.03, you eat the same cracker, like it's not rigid and it's flexible. And guess what, you're in control of it. So one day you can say, I'm not gonna do it today. You know, When it's really nice outside and we know at five o'clock that starts our dinner routine here, We're still walking to 530 because it's really nice. And when we get in, we'll resume that routine, right? Routine doesn't rule you. You control routine. Routine works for you. You don't work for it. So the first thing is really understanding what routine is not. It's not something rigid. It's not something that rules you. It works for you. It aids your life to help you do the things you want to do. If I can get you to first understand that, then maybe you'll listen to me and then give it a try. So the first step is just to really help people to think differently about routine. Because if I can't get you to think differently about it and not look at it like, you know, a car crash, that tense face until I can get you to open your arms, even if they're a little hesitant, it's not going to help change your behavior. So that's actually the first place I start is helping people to really understand first and foremost, why routine actually matters to you.
1: Well, that's the zone that I'm still in. So I also (laughs) bought your program and then didn't go through it because I don't like being told what to do, even if I'm (laughs) telling myself what to do.
2: Um, (laughs) It's
1: my rebel tendency and my personality, like the liberal rebel personality, um. literally, even if I'm the one saying the thing, and I know I will benefit from the thing, I'm be like, mm, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that today or yes. ever. <laughs> Um. So I literally haven't even cracked open the program that I bought from. I want to. A big part of me really wants to. But what's also funny is that the number one question I get asked from our students, my maker students, everyone is, how do I get so much stuff done? And so it's really interesting to me of... I still feel like I want and could definitely benefit from a routine and definitely changing my headspace around it. I don't feel like I have one, but I'm still uber productive, which is interesting. So I guess what would be your words of wisdom to people who like, don't like being told what to do, feel like their system is good enough, but like also deep down could probably benefit from this immensely. (laughs)
2: Yes, such a great question. A lot of people by nature, myself included, you know, I could probably live life without a whole bunch of structure and routine and be okay because naturally, which I think is also true for you Emily, naturally I know I keep my work to myself, I know this has to be done, it will get done, and I know I I want to have space to do this thing and I will do this thing. However, As someone who knows that, I can tell you it's however, quote unquote, productive someone might think they are, or I'm getting the things that matter done. It's almost like someone saying, I'm getting by on living off $1,000 a week, so why would I want $10,000 a week? Well, you just do, because it's going to be better. Like It gives you more options, right? And so that's what routine does. It gives you more options. It gives you some freedom. And I always say, if you try out routine and you don't like having this extra freedom, and you don't like that it works for you, you could always go and throw it back out the window. But also, another thing you talked about, which is also true, is some people are like, I know I should do this thing, but I don't want to do it because if someone told me to do it, even though I'm the someone. That is so common. So common. So here's what I always remind people. One, like I said, you have the freedom to say, you know what? Not today. This routine is, if I feel this, then I'll do that as opposed to I have to do this on Thursdays at seven, right? It can be more set on your mood. It can be more set on what needs to get done. Routines are as unique and as individualized as we are. So you can set them up where it builds in that flexibility to account for your mood, to account for, you know, I actually already hit that goal. So this routine is only in place if I hadn't hit the goal yet, that kind of thing. And a lot of times I think it's almost like someone who's walking around with like some kind of something wrong and you, Find out something's wrong or you realize you need glasses and you realize you can see better. A lot of people say, I thought what I was doing was like productive and thriving. But then I realized there's another level. And now there's even more space for the stuff I haven't, you know, because are there still things you say? I just don't have time to do that. There's probably a routine that can create space for that. Or are you saying, man, I wish I would stop forgetting about this thing? Well, there's a routine that can help you. There's definitely things I'm forgetting, for sure.
1: But what's also interesting, too, and I talk about this with Abby, is like, I'm the laziest, hardest working person you'll ever meet. (laughs) Lazy genius. (laughs) I almost don't want more free time in my day because I will just waste it. And so I'm wondering if the routine will help me even structure the free time, which sounds silly and backwards. But I'm at the point now where I do have a lot of free time. There are definitely zones where like work is busy right now here at Boss Project. But there, if I have too much free time, I'm way lazy and like not wanting to get the stuff done that I say that I want to do. And then I'm like mad at myself for it. So...
2: So actually, so I define routine as it's just an act, a flow of events or flow of actions rather that help you to be proactive and intentional with your time. And so I actually had someone who her routine was a routine of rest. She was a business owner and she just she she was raised by two entrepreneurs and so she was re- her whole life is like you are work we work and that's what we do we work we take a quick nap at night and we work more and so i she wanted to break of that cycle so the routine we created for her was a routine of rest and creating space and so that's another thing routine isn't about always things to do I always say it's about who you want to be. You know, do you want to be a person who incorporates rest? You they, Maybe you need to rebuild a routine about that. And the thing that about having so much free time, because routines are proactive, you can say, okay, I've been saying that I've been wanting to read this book or I've been wanting to do this thing. So I'm going to say... The next time I have two hours of a block, this is how I'm going to use it. And so I've already made a plan so that when I get to that block of time, I'm not like, well, I'll just sit here and do nothing. No, you've already told yourself, this is the thing that I'm gonna do in that time, The things I forgot that I forgot about that I said I wanted to do. So write those things down that you're like, I've been saying I want I want to read books more, I want to go for a walk, I wanted to whatever. Write those things down and you can be proactive about now when you have the space to actually do those things. So a lot of times you forget, like, oh, there were some things I wanted to do. Whoops, I've already watched all of Netflix now, Mm -hmm. gotta get ready for dinner, right? (laughs)
1: <laughs> and there's well, nothing
2: wrong if your routine is, I'm gonna carve out this time every day to watch mm-hmm. Netflix. You know there is no it's, if that's the thing that matters to you, build your routine around that. Yes,
0: yes. well, and I think for me, I know when I initially went through the program, I had a specific plant because I had some real messed up and I still I still have to work on it. I have a problem with revenge sleep. <laughs> and so like I I don't uh, if you guys are familiar with revenge sleep basically you avoid sleep because of all the other things associated with sleep and so I had to develop a sleep routine because if I wasn't getting enough sleep it was ruining my whole day and there was a big part of uh, your program that woke me up that you know everyone talks about having this like miracle morning and like, Oh, it's going to be so perfect. If I just like sit on the porch with a cup of coffee, I'm not saying don't do that. Like do, do you. Okay. But for me, I realized to have a good morning, I had to go to sleep and have a good night. And so the one, the specific habit I worked around built and I'm still not great at it guys. Like I still have times where I slip back into old ways, but I still have a timer set that reminds me to start my bedtime routine. I still have my phone go on do not disturb every night at 1030. I've really gotten clear on what notifications can be received and when. I've removed certain things from my phone. I like all sorts of things to set up a better transition into that time period. And then the other aspect that I know I focused on that I do think Emily could benefit from as someone who prefers to have most of their time not planned is I've thought about what routines can I make to take the stressors out of my life and marriage so that I do have the time and space where I want it. And for us, for a long time, the stressor was the inevitable. No one's making dinner. We stare at each other. Who's making dinner? What are we having for dinner? I don't even know what's in the fridge. You go to the grocery store every week and you spend way too much money. And there's still somehow is nothing that can be formed into a meal. And so for me, a pivotal change I made in my life was meal planning buying groceries based on the actual meal plan, but not having the structure that I had to only have tacos on Tuesday. Like we can have them any night of the week. I pay someone to come to my house every week and chop all my vegetables so that I will make the food that I said I was going to make. She also makes all my lunches because prior to that, it was either cheese crackers and salami, or I was driving to McDonald's every day for lunch. So like I took as much of the stress around food in my home away. So not only I could take better care of myself and my family, but there was no argument. You just look at the list. There's four options. What do you want to make for dinner tonight? Oh, we happen to have everything. And you don't have to chop, literally thing. Like you just go to the kitchen and in 15
2: minutes, something happens. I could change my life. Give a whole dissertation off of just what you said. You have basically (laughs) proven So much of what I teach, like, I don't even know where to begin. There were so many things. The first part about is routine affects our health. And it's like, people are like, well, how can a routine really, like, really, when you really start getting down to, like, being intentional about your time it's going to help you with your health, whether it's your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health. Another thing you said when it comes to like meal planning, it saves you money. For me, I don't even go to the grocery store. I go in my app. So I'm not enticed by, oh, I hadn't seen these before. Let me try this. I, when I meal plan, I meal plan every Friday for Saturday through Thursday because Fridays we're having Chipotle, right? And it's very simple. What do we already have? What can I build around that? What are the missing pieces? And then is there anything else that's needed? I'm only going to order that. I have them delivered the next morning because I know it's going to be fresh produce if they go shop in the morning and we don't have to think about food for the entire week until I do it again in 15 minutes on Friday. When I tell you how much time that saves me, how much money that saves us, the kitchen is neater, the pantry isn't rolling over with stuff. I'm like, oh, well, we already had it three boxes of this. I bought another box. There's none of that. And routine did that. It saved me time, mental energy. It saves from arguments. I, we, all, we eat the same thing. I know what everybody likes. It's like making that decision one time for the whole week has saved us so much. And so, like I said earlier, routines help you to solve problems. And that's what you realize And another thing you talked about, which I teach in Right Now Routine, is about getting to the root of the problem. A lot of people come and say, oh, my mornings are awful. I definitely need a morning routine. I'm like, uh, uh, uh. 99% of the time, people who have hard mornings, it's not a morning routine that you need first. Why are you having such a morning that's all over the place? Because did you pick out your clothes? Did you... If you have children, are they on the same page? Do they know what time we're leaving? Do they know what time this is happening? Do you already have things ready out out for breakfast? Do you know what you're going to have breakfast? Do we have breakfast food? Like all these decisions that you can make the night before. Like you said, are you going to bed on time? Before you go to bed, have you made a plan for the next day? So when you get up, it's almost like you're just following the ro- the rules that you've already set out for yourself, the roadmap you've set out for yourself. All of those things that happen before are really the root of the problem. And until you address the root, it's always going to keep growing. You can clip the weeds off as much as you want, but until you yank it up. So that's one of the things I talk about is really understanding the cause of a lot of the things, problems that people have, even like you said, we keep arguing about this thing. Well, is that really the, the issue? Or you just need a system in place that says this is going to handle this. So I don't think you're doing it. You don't think I'm doing it. We now know the system is doing it. And y'all literally know about systems. So much better. I could, yeah. you not. If
0: you eliminate the actual issue, then you don't argue about the thing that's not an issue. All the stuff, then, the collateral stuff. Yeah. And and so it sounds basic but I, what it is in your household could be different it could be the yeah. getting the kids out the door in the morning to school like we what eliminated about
1: the that in our by ordering postmates every night
2: <laughs> so why yeah. is it that we have to order postmates every night? Is it because we either have food I don't want to cook? Is it because yeah. we don't have any food? Like then yeah. let's get to that and fix <laughs> that thing. Unless yeah. for you you're like and we love ordering postmates every night. Well, Unless that's you postmates. then.
1: we do because what happened is pre-covid I cooked for us for 14 13 years and I was the cooker of all of the meals and then covid happened and I was like you know what I actually don't like cooking and I'm over it and I'm not doing it anymore. And neither one of us like cooking. So now it just doesn't happen. So we order her out all the time. So what we need is someone to cook our meals, basically. That so sounds, um,
2: and that's cooking. a thing. And that's something you can incorporate or say, mm-hmm. we're going to have someone come in and batch our meals for us or batch enough that the only thing I have to do is make some rice or make some right. veggies, which takes two minutes until we can teach P how to do it. <laughs> well, why don't you up yeah. there? She makes spaghetti. That's what she knows how to make. That's it. <laughs> You're off. That's, that's a good start.
0: After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's monarchmone dot strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Today's podcast is sponsored by Squarespace, the only all-in-one website platform we use and recommend to our clients. Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell your products and services all in one place. Visit squarespace.com slash to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace has professional website templates with designs for nearly every category and use case. Start with a flexible template, then customize it to fit your unique needs. With Squarespace extensions, you can connect your website to vetted, third-party tools to fully customize your website exactly the way you want it. Whether you sell services, products, or digital items, Squarespace has the tools you need for your online store. You can now host your videos on Squarespace and show them on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your videos with member areas. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash boss project to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash boss project. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire. We've had to weed through hundreds of applications in the past. We could have saved so much time if we'd used Indeed. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great
1: Focus, ADHD, getting distracted, our day getting away, quote unquote, away from us. I know that you've worked with so many people that have brought up those th- those issues being an impact in their routine and in their in their productivity. What are your? Why is the routine still beneficial, and how can it be kind of tweaked for people like that?
2: Absolutely, yeah. I think part of the problem is a lot of people still think routines have to look like the person on Instagram, like you alluded to Abby with like the miracle morning, like if I don't go for a mile jog and have a yoga class and sit and drink tea with the perfect cup and tag that company then I didn't have a morning routine. And it's like, no, that's not the case at all. As I always say, routine are as unique and as individualized as all of us. You know, it's what you need for you in that moment. And so sometimes your morning routines, there are some people like me who my morning routine looks about the same all the time. But there are also some people who realize mine is on a mood based on what I need. You know, in this day, I feel like I need this. And so this is the routine when I need that. Or in this case, this is what I need. And so the first thing is helping people to understand that you get to design your taco as a sense. I teach you how to build what I call a taco. You get to build that based on your needs and what where you are. And then I, I give you the steps that are so simple so that it's not a case of, okay, Routines are hard because I have to remember the routine and then I have to remember to do the routine. Like, how can we just make it a part of your life, right? Just as easily as it is for you to know that I'm going to brush my teeth when I wake up or, you know, so that's what how I teach it. I try to build it in where it literally just becomes a part of your life, not another task on your to-do list. Because I think that's another thing people think about routine. It's like, it's another thing I have to remember to do. And it's like, well, if that's the case, it's not actually going to help you. It will become a part of who you are. It becomes, a, like Abby said, like you're still doing this. You still remember it. And yes, there'll be times when you don't. There's some evenings where the evening routine gets knocked off and I teach this stuff. That happens. You just pick it back up the next day. Also, there's no shame in, oh, I I didn't do it one day. Well, did you make that decision not to do it? Great, because you're the boss of routine, not routine being the boss of you. And I think what how that's helped so many people who write to us and say that they have ADHD is it's because it's something that doesn't feel like another thing to do and has to be done to perfection or another thing that has to look a certain way. I think people just need that permission to know you get to design you get to design it. And if it doesn't have to look the way people are telling you their morning routines are because there's more than just the dude who has like no responsibilities morning routine. Because there's not most people in my audience.
1: <laughs> 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 right. So, exactly. So
0: Yeah, Emily, I'm just saying, I know you're avoiding, but like, for real, though. But see, and I think maybe that's the problem is, I think so many people when they think about starting something like this, they go towards the thing that like, they think they're supposed to do or like, sounds sexy, or like, is the most talked about blah, blah, blah. But I found the more like, mundane the like better it sticks like the more like laundry reliably always happens on Monday and like you know little things it's little things but because there's something that has led to that it it's easier to like actually stick around it doesn't have to be this like I don't know I just feel like so many
2: people make it this big song and dance that it doesn't have to be And you can start with one small step. You don't have to start with the grand morning routine. Maybe it's just, I'm going to make sure I'm going to wake up at the same time. And the first thing I'm going to do is this one thing. I'm going to do that for two weeks. I'm going to do that for 30 days. I'm going to wake up at the same time and do this one thing when I wake up. And that you just do that consistently for 30 days. Just build that muscle. Because for some people, they really do have to build this muscle. And so don't be afraid to start small. So here's why I'm going to tell you. When people start or won't start, when they start and it doesn't stick, or when they won't start, it's based a lot of times in fear fear of, I'm going to get it wrong. Well, okay. Well, let's just say that you're going to get it wrong. First of all, who gets to decide if it was done wrong is you. But second of all, what else in life have we tried? What like You don't go up to a one-year-old and be like, ha, you fail. Ha, you'll <laughs> never walk. No, we're like, he failed. That means he tried to take a step. So first of all, get over the fear of, I'm going to try it and it's not going to be the exact routine I thought I needed. Okay. Life is a, a little, a cycle of try it, get some data, review the data, try something based on the data, and repeat. Like, that is life until we die. Like, that is what we're all doing, right? Especially those of us who are in business. So that's routine. So get over that fear. And it's also the fear of what am I giving up if I try this? Like, am I going to be giving up some autonomy if I... And it's like no. Remember, you create. It's almost like creating this this genie who's coming in to help you do things in your own life. You're not losing autonomy. You're sharing it so that you can have more space for whatever it is you want. And then a lot of times people uh, don't let your routine outweigh your level of commitment. Some people are like, yeah, I'm going to have this routine where I'm going to get ready and train for this marathon, but I just also don't want to have to do anything. It's like okay, your level of commitment not may not match that routine. So let's find a routine that matches your current level of commitment and build that muscle. Like if we can do those things and also don't try to start 17 routines at once. I always say start one at a time. And don't start a second one until you've built that one with at least 30 days of consistency. Because what happens is then you take on too many. And then when they all start falling apart, you're like, oh, yeah, routine didn't work for me. No, you just didn't do it. You just didn't do it. It wasn't routine's fault. It was your fault. I <laughs> um, saw so this. start small. Yes. With Like you said, the mundane, something just simple. Like I'm going to get up and put my tennis shoes on. I'm not going to work out. I'm just going to get up every day and put my tennis shoes on. And then after 30 days, I might be like, well, I got my shoes on. Maybe I'll go for a walk, but I'm just gonna walk for five minutes. I'm gonna get up, put my shoes on and walk for five minutes for a whole month. Then I'm gonna get up, walk for five minutes. I'm gonna stretch for three next the next 30 days. That's building routines. Don't, I think another thing is we underestimate. Everyone wants to be the hare, But if you remember the story, the turtle won, right? Because the turtle knew that if I just take consistent, small steps, I'm going to finish this race. And the hair is like, I'm just going to go super fast. And then I'm going to be like, man, I'm so tired because I went so fast. Let me take a break. And while you're taking that break, that person who's taking those small, consistent steps is like piecing you out as they pass you by. So please always be the turtle. The turtle wins the race every time.
0: I Well, and I think the one of the key things you said is that often it's the first step that's the most critical, mm-hmm. especially when it's- And the hardest. Uh, you know, I think it depends on what it's for sometimes, because sometimes this is something you really, really want to do. And so it's not as easy to like jumpstart. But other times it's the things you've been avoiding and you're trying to create structure on the things you're avoiding. And so the like first step is the most critical. But once you start, then you're like, well, now I'm in it. So it's You fine. put momentum, like, Yeah.
2: You build Um, so much momentum and confidence because you're like, oh, hold on. That thing is actually working. And then I'm starting to want to do this thing. I just had someone post in the membership, like, she's like, I hate doing dishes, but I kind of now like doing dishes, but I hate doing dishes, but I actually kind of, you know, so it's kind of like, I still acknowledge my, like, I despise this, but because the way I've set it up in my routine, like, I don't hate it. Like I used to hate it, that kind of thing. It doesn't have to be like, oh, now I love insert laundry. I don't love it. But the way I have it set up in my routine now where I do 15 minutes tops Monday through Friday and no more hours on the weekend. I love that. And so it's like, don't think it means you have to start loving the thing you don't like, but at least you put it into your life in a way where at least it's like, but I like the way I have incorporated in my life now than how it used to be.
0: Yeah. It can not even be like the spreading out of a task that you used to do all at once. Like you said, like that was laundry, laundry, spreading it out for us. It's dishes. Like if you, if you just get it in the dishwasher, we might run more loads of dishes throughout the week than we used to. But like, because it's already in the dishwasher, we're going to finish it. We're going to put them away. We're going to start this process over again. Versus if you had met me in college, you thought like, I knew nothing about, washing anything clothes dishes every i was i was a very disgusting 20th, I
1: <laughs> no i well, saw poutine. this. I saw this TikTok the other day that reminded me when we were just talking about how you're probably going to fail and it's okay because it's your own system that you're setting up. I saw this TikTok that resonated with me so much because it said, "I don't have to be perfect at everything I do. I just have to be I don't have to be perfect at everything. I just have to be perfect at everything I try the first time." <laughs> and I was like, yep.
2: "Yes. That's my daughter. That's exactly how I feel about Damn it."
1: I don't want to know everything. I don't want to know everything. I just want to know everything Mm -hmm. that I try.
2: Right. I just want (laughs) to get everything that I care about and that I do perfect the first time. Yeah. That's my daughter to a T. Like it is like Mm -hmm. the first time it's like, she's like, I can't play chess. I'm horrible at chess. And I was like, when did you start playing chess? Oh, today. Today. Yeah. I think chess takes some time, my friend. Yeah.
1: (laughs) uh, Penny's phrase right now when she like gets told no or like messes up something, um, like she couldn't draw a mushroom. She wanted to draw a mushroom the other day. She couldn't figure it out. She was in the back seat. We're driving in the car. So I can only help you so much on how to describe a mushroom to you right now. So she got so mad at herself. She threw the crown and she goes, I will never, ever be able to draw a mushroom again. I'm like,
2: Really? Yes, that is my child. That, sorry. Same here. <laughs> right. It's oh, like, sorry. if it's not, like, it's like the first time is the indication of how I will do everything and it has to be exactly right because that's the kind of person I am. I'm like, but that's not life. But how do you explain that to an eight-year-old? I'm still trying. If anyone knows, find me. Well, I think
0: that's <laughs> a hard, like, it's almost something you have to practice or be mm-hmm. forced to practice because I know so many people that could have been amazing at sports or playing piano or insert anything that takes time to learn. And there was some point in their life where like, they just weren't taught the still the skill of practicing, but like routines is practice. Like you, it's a, it's a muscle, like anything else you may, you may try to lift a weight and you struggle bus to lift it up. But right. like once you keep working it out, now exactly. you're like, it's easy. I don't even think about it anymore.
2: Yeah, um, and before you can lift 50, just try lifting the 5 over and over again. And it's like I thought about an episode of the Cosby show where I think one of the daughters wanted to take singing practice and she wanted to learn how to like do all this do do and the, the first class was just like do 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 and like no one wants to just sing do. Not even Ray mi fa. Like no one wants to just sing do, but look y'all, the the do re mi fa all of that, it comes it's from mastering the dough first. Like, it's like, you have to do that simple mundane thing before you, before I f- became a runner, I had to learn how to like, just run for a minute and then two minutes. Like the sexy is, oh, I ran a marathon, but it's like, man, but first you had to run a minute. It's like little things glorify that if you have to. Cause I think we just glorify that end result. And a lot of times people are like, well, if I can't start on the mountaintop, then there's no way I'm going to climb. And I'm like, well, good luck with life like that's how it (laughs) works well and I wonder how you can translate
0: it because there's most people I know they will do it in certain areas of their life in other areas they Uh just like completely think they're an idiot and that's like no like you clearly practice this thing over here for years and like now it's become your career or it's become a skill that you know you're great at but for whatever reason, this other area is just something you've convinced yourself you will never have any mastery in. And it's just like, why? Why do we do that to ourselves? I I know for me, I did that to myself with with exercise and with, you know, I am not an athlete. Like I am not a, and, which is so dumb because my entire childhood, all I did was sports, like literally every season, sometimes multiple teams at the same time. And yet somehow convinced myself as an adult, no, you're not an athlete girl. You practice your entire childhood to be an athlete. You may not be a good like the winner of the race, but who cares? You know how to move your body, keep moving your body. Like, I just don't know why we rewrite these stories for ourselves. That's I find it, it so frustrating.
2: Yeah, we have yeah. to, I think being introspective, I always tell, tell people like, my cu- my customer has to be introspective. If you're not willing to like, actually look at you and, and pull some of that apart, you're not going to have the success that you want to have. And that's where that comes in. where We're like, you know what? I Like you said, I was this all my life, or you know what, I've overcome this thing. That's what I love about running is I did that because it was something I told myself I couldn't do for so long. And in overcoming that, now I'm like, there's nothing. I I can undo any lie I've told myself and definitely any lie someone else has told me because I've done it in that. I can bring it into these other places. So I just have to acknowledge where I'm the one who's sitting and willing to believe a lie. But that takes being honest with yourself and calling yourself out. And I'm happy to call people out. So most people have like a love-hate relationship because I'm going to be like, I'll call you out. But that's what we need in order to address that thing and then do something about it.
0: I think the interesting thing is like this, this simple skill you're teaching translates to anything. And if you really want to get deep with it, like you could talk about... Well, what are what are the things about the way you were raised that like you really want to change? Like I lived in a messy household like my whole life. It was it was always a mess. And one of the things I wanted as an adult was to live in a magazine. And I kind of like I didn't say that specifically, but trust me, the way I watched HGTV, I was dreaming of a house that was always clean. And now I live in a house that's always clean. But like, how did I get there? I know there's a I know there's something about yourself that you like want to rewrite and you're afraid like you're not willing yet to like move into the mindset that that's even possible for yourself and you have to be able to do that first before you can build some of these patterns
2: yeah you always have to pre-change behavior comes only after a changed mind. even, And it doesn't have to be fully convinced and fully know all the things, but you have to be willing to... like, I can't think of any behavior you will consistently keep up that you didn't first have to like, get to your mind first.
1: Yeah. I think that this part of the conversation is maybe the most helpful for me because I'm sitting here thinking about the things that I've wanted to change that I didn't even realize I... Set out to actively change. Like, uh, my mom was always, always late picking me up from school. It was so embarrassing. I was the last kid there. Uh, we were late to everything. It was just deeply embarrassing, late shame. So, I am the person that, like, 30 minutes early is on time. And I will be there and I will sit and I will wait until, uh, you know, it's appropriate for me to go into the space. But I'm always early. Our family's always early. I married someone who likes to be really early. Penny is early now because of that. And I did that by making the changes in my behavior. So I wasn't the late person and I wasn't distracted and I wasn't whatever caused her to always be late. And so we're doing it already with probably 10,000 things in our lives that we haven't realized yet. Oh, yeah.
0: You've made things, behaviors, you've made habits, you've made, I mean, you don't maybe call them routines, but I guarantee you there's things you do every day or every week or every month or every season that like, it's as simple as your husband puts down grass seed in a certain time of year. Okay. Well, that doesn't seem like much of a routine, but lawn care is a seasonal thing that changes based on what's going on in the world. Like you do these things innately it takes another level
2: of skill to do them with intention. Yeah, I think that's this maybe word. what we're
0: talking about.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Because most people do have routines and some healthy, some not. But really, again, it's just the flow of actions that that happen almost, well, we want to say t- intentionally, but some there are routines people have that are unintentional. There are patterns and habits. Think about that. Even when someone feels a certain way, they do certain things. Every time I feel this way, I go buy this. Or every time I feel this way, I go eat this. That's a, that's a pattern that you're building and that one might be unintentional, but yeah, we all have routines. The goal is we want to create intentional, healthy routines that aid us. That's, that's what I'm talking about for sure.
1: I love that. Well, let's head into talk strategy to me and I would love to have you kind of Recap and encourage our listeners who are ready to dive in and open up their minds to be ready to take action. What are three to five things that they can be asking themselves, thinking about unlearning, whatever it might be to get this process started?
2: Excellent question. I think the first thing is ask yourself what are my beliefs about routine right now because we need to understand like what you're thinking, particularly if there are some things that are untrue and then the second question I would ask is. How can I invite routine into my life? Uh, Just think through the ways that, where I usually mean is, what are those things you find yourself consistently complaining about? What are the areas in your life that you're like, this is really important, but I keep forgetting about it or it keeps getting overlooked, or once I fill out my schedule, it just doesn't have a place, but it should have a place. I want this to have a place. Look at those areas. I call those like our POI, the pain, the overlooked, and the important. Where are those places where a routine may be able to come in and be a balm in those areas? Or if you're someone who's like, I just need to start small, where is somewhere that you can start small and simply? Like just identify the areas that you think routine can come in and help you and for and also understand what routine really is. And routine, again, my definition of it is just a flow of action. So things to do, it could be one thing, three things you do, but what those things do is they help you to be proactive, which means you, you've thought about it before it happens and intentional. So you're doing it on purpose with your time, which is what, I teach just overall because if we can be proactive and intentional with our time, we can then develop an intentional life that we act so we actually get where we want to go on purpose and not end up somewhere and say like how did this happen? Where did the time go? So I would start with those like really thinking about routine, getting clear on what your feelings are about it and what's been blocking you from really implementing them into your life. Love that. Well,
1: where can people keep hanging out and learning from you online and how can they go snag their own copy of right now routine
2: yeah if you want to learn how to create the taco like i mentioned that that system i have for creating a realistic routine that works for your life you can go to rightnowroutine.com and we also have um, a lot of information about routine if you just go to bestdayguide.com you'll see our podcast. I did a whole series in the month of May, 2021 on routine. And so it's breaking. And we also have YouTube videos on routine, what is routine, um, advantages of routine, just so much information. If you're at st- the place where you're like, I don't believe you yet, that's okay. You don't have to believe me yet, but you can go and get information to help you really understand what it is. And then when you're ready, or maybe before, you can go to rightnowroutine.com and I'll teach you exactly how to create that routine using the taco method.
0: Well, I just, I want to give one more plug for the course because it is one of the most simple, like you can go through it in 45 minutes, an hour. And then within that, you're going to have, you're going to get a thousand ideas of where you could start. But like she said, starting with the one routine and then committing to it for 30 days, it was really revolutionary for me. Um, And I know... It's basic, but sometimes you just need someone to coach you through the most basic things. So I'm excited to see what you guys work on, where you spend your time. Because like I said, most of my day is not structured. It's just these very minimal pockets that make a huge difference in the rest of my day. But I'm excited to hear about them. So when you start making those routines, tag us over on Instagram Tag Shantae Grant, tag Boss Project. We want to hear about how it's changing your life and we look forward to seeing what you master next. Thanks for being here, Shantae. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join The Co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com.